Hey guys, welcome to the Misfit 17.5 Open Podcast. I'm Matt, here with Drew oh, and Seth. That's pretty good. Hey guys, how you doing? Yeah, hi, hi, hi. I just fucking did the workout. You just slack. did it. My quads are, uh, like as I stand here, I'm trying to be cool, but I'm really not cool. My legs are like shaking, they're twitching underneath the... You are pretty shaky right now. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. What do we got uh, before we get into this? Ted wants me to be fast so I don't bore people, but I'm struggling to think right now. Um, My legs hurt really bad, but I'm going to try. So we got some very exciting things going on at SharpenTheAxeCo.com. We are announcing to you guys first the 17.5 celebration sale that is going on right now. So if you go to SharpenTheAxeCo.com, you have first dibs because... It's a closeout sale, so some of the sizes are few and far between. So if you guys go first, we're going to wait and announce this tomorrow for everybody else. So thank you for watching. Go wow. check it out. Now. What a deal. The, one of the reasons why we're doing that, other than celebrating you guys kicking everybody's ass in the open, is some brand spanking new gear. Um, we're, we're wearing a bunch of it right now. We got some new Sharp in the Axe gear going on. We got our regionals collection. Uh, Ted, is there any way... Pick up on there. Show the shorts. Can you see them? Am I in it? Jump. New shorts. You guys Bang. have seen the teasers. You saw Seth work out in them and me stand there in them. <laughs> <laughs> so you've seen them. They're I pretty like awesome. Them. They held up for my thrusters. Definitely. I like them. Um, and then last but definitely not least, the shirt Seth is wearing is a very special shirt for us every year. We wear purple on Saturdays, as many people as we can get at regionals. And you guys buying these shirts help support the athletes get themselves to regionals, help support the big machine. Um, It's something that we say, if you're going to buy one thing from us all year long, please buy this shirt to support our athletes and regionals and all that good stuff. So that's my spiel for the regionals collection. Um, Training camp, San Antonio, Pillar CrossFit, April 7th to the 9th. Be there. Um, You guys have two weeks left, if I'm not mistaken, to get your tickets. Those are also at sharpentheaxco.com. I can't really breathe anymore. You're doing good. You're uh, doing so good. Sherb is going to take it away and talk a little bit about remote coaching and affiliate programming. Time. Just a little bit. Time. Sure. Just a little bit about brief, it. Brief. Brief. All right. So it's time of year. The Open's ending. People are struggling with uh, how they did in the Open. They want to sign up. The spots for remote coaching are expiring as we speak. People are filling up. Gabe's getting people all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Along the same lines, we're starting a new cycle with the affiliate programming. People are looking to do misfit programming at their box. This is a great way also, to do it. Also April 3rd. This is starting on April 3rd, so get in with it now. Cool. Well done. Apply at misfitathletics.com. Bam. Boom. <clears throat> Drew talked about all the regionals athletes that will be benefiting from these uh, shirt purchases. Let me go through just a list of everyone who's qualifying right now leading into this last week. <sighs> Central East, we have, I'm going to do this in record time, Emma Chapman, Paul Castillo, Dex Hopkins, and Zach Souter. In the North Central, Megan Scales, Matt Green, Dylan Martin, Brendan Willis. In the Mid-Atlantic, Mackenzie Riley, Erica Thiessen, Josh Mabry, and Nate Long. The Southeast, we have Corey Gibson. In Europe, we have Johanna, Julius Daughter, Arnie Christensen, and Marcin Zibaj. In NorCal, we have China Cho, Danielle Brandon, Jordan Eldridge, and Jordan Jinta. In the Northwest, Sam Quant, Joe Silvestri, Ray Southworth. In the Northeast, Claudia Vasquez, Caroline Connors from CrossFit MF. Boom. Boom. Cody Mooney. Anthony Vasquez, Corey Lunny, Austin Spencer, and Latin America, Zathan Simpson. In the Southwest, Chloe Wilson, Tylan Rashawn, Quinn Boyer, and in the South Central, Alexis Johnson, Rachel Campbell, Jessica Alvoit, Ashley Lacombe, Travis Williams, Kendall Kersey, Dusty Flores, Joe Gessner, and Kirk Ritchie. Boom. Serious, serious, serious question. If 17.5 oh was reading that list, what place would Mast Sherburn come in? 
first. Wow. For sure. I don't know. Wait, if he, if he was in the top 20 right now, if he was on that list? If he, how long <laughs> would it take him to read that list? If the workout oh, was reading oh, that oh, list? Oh, he can't even read that list, no, period. Many, too many names. See, <laughs> see way the names, names that he would have invented while trying to go through that list would have been insane. You would have slipped Some your name in there, for sure. <laughs> sure. Matt Sherburn, I'm, in I'm place in the all these regions. The Northeast is bullshit. This is all we hear all week. For, 49th place in the Northeast. <laughs> yeah. All right. So fit. Very good. Fuck all that. 17-5. We just did it. Drew, what are your first thoughts? Uh, you go first. <laughs> holy shit! Um, so it's it's tough. Like like I know I, I didn't I haven't looked at the comments on Facebook yet, but I, I, mean, I can't wait. I know what they're probably going to be like or what people are thinking. But for me, if I do Seth's strategy, I still stand around and I still blow up. So I don't know what the fucking answer is. Probably be fitter. Yeah, that would part, I mean, be part of it. That is my legs, like filled with poison in round five. Like I couldn't move anymore. Before Good that, the me. rest was on purpose because I knew right. I knew huh, that I could sprint at the end if I stayed with you. So my goal was to just do whatever you did. But it was pissing yeah, me off because that. I saw your strategy and I was like, "Oh man, if he holds up on that and just stays smooth on thrusters, I'm fucked because I can't move any faster with this bar." Like I was doing the best I could with the bar, and I knew it had to be two sets from the start because I have terrible positions with thrusters so just holding onto the bar for nine reps it's not even the weight it's just holding the bar and moving through range of motion kills me just kills me so i had to break it up from the start worked like a dream for me i I much better score than i thought i could get i went just just under 12 minutes and uh i'm feeling it now but yeah i mean i just stuck with my plan and i think that's probably the first point we should make with this because there isn't a lot to really talk about in this workout it's knowing yourself as an athlete knowing where you can push where you need to back off and committing to something making a commitment in this workout because um, as we both just experienced it's really easy after round six round seven round eight to just let that pain kind of be uh, the priority in your head and you're just kind of dealing with the pain and not really focusing on what you need to get done focusing on that transition being fast being able to tune everything out and just cook through 35 double unders without tripping up it's just making that commitment and there's no other option other than to follow through with what you decide before you start that's the biggest thing that i can think of that's going to separate people in this it's probably most important in those like middle to end rounds the five six seven eight where you have to stick to that plan because like you said to me once you finished it like through round five cool this is easy let's do this it's at that point where you get to the second half of the workout and it's like oh shit now the workout actually starts Mm -hmm. where if you can stick to that plan you're gonna be able to Stay methodical to this, uh, this workout. And and my strategy obviously is fucking garbage for anyone who's trying to do anything in the sport. I mean, you can't. It's you for you can't, though. It's for me. Yeah. <clears throat> but a competitor can't break the thrusters up. You're done. No. If you break the thrusters, you're. I, I would say your season's over, right? For sure. I mean, there's enough people in each region that are going to give you a hundred points that it's all done. I think there's so, the only way you can trip on or do anything like breaking up is the double unders, and even then, it's like a fraction of a second and back to work. Which but. brings me to another great point is. How do you kind of cope with that tripping uh, during double unders? Because as we saw kind of Sarah at the end, she blew it at the end. I think she maybe panicked just a little, knew that Katrin was on her heels. She's coming for her. Tried to like get those last 10 fast, and because she couldn't settle back down into her rhythm, she blew the win. And while that's incidental to those two, it doesn't make a damn difference. It can make a big difference in your region on your leaderboard. Two, three, five, ten seconds could be a, sec- uh, a, a place per second, right? Easily, I'd say even so, more. I think it's gonna be. A, and, I think it's gonna be a log jam. Yeah, and near the scores. near the top, there could be some pretty decent log jams. And I don't. It's hard to say watching those two, and then having Drew and I be examples what the top scores will be. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what do you think? Low sixes, I'd say. I mean, I I'm think, watching the girls. I think do Josh this. and Matt can flirt Sub with six. that. With that, yeah, yeah, five fifty. 
somewhere in that range. Because in, I think it was either the eighth or the ninth, you started to see the breakdown just in terms of pacing instead of sprinting. Yeah. And there are a handful of people on earth that that's not going to happen. Right. But then those people don't really matter either. They have so few points at this point, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I mean, is it is it a huge advantage? Do guys or girls have, like, a, a projected faster or slower time because, let's say, girls typically are shorter, so range of motion is shorter, or the weight is, uh, you know, with the ratio of the weight, is it, like, lighter or heavier for girls? Like, I think you- it's a range of motion workout to an extent, but I, d- I don't think that the girls are disproportionately strong, so they have a disadvantage there. Even You though don't think they have a disadvantage? You don't think no. the guys what generate about more like power? A, what about like a Carrie Pierce, if, if her double-unders are good just because that barbell, I mean, how fast so she's going to move it yeah. with mm-hmm. range of motion, that could be a wild card for sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you look at those small, strong guys. I mean, Bridges, like you said, Bridges and Frazier, they're able to move 95 pounds super easy. Right. That's not a big range of motion. They're going to fly through that thruster each time. And then you've got the people like Ben and Rich who are going to probably have within three or four second splits of – you know, it'll be like a race car just going right. around the track, just doing the same thing over and over. And that strategy could, in the end, end up being better than somebody trying to sprint. So it'll be interesting to see. And and for those guys, this doesn't matter. Like, I think this whole topic should be geared to those people from, you know, 10th in the region to 30th in the region. How do you separate yourself and make that jump up into that top 20? Because this, really, this is really what matters coming, I mean... This is everything, right? So if you're not in, in the shot of regionals or a master's qualifier or a team qualifier, whatever it is, like you have fun, you push yourself, you suffer, and your season's over. For the people that are trying to get to the next level, like what is something they could do to separate themselves? Like what is that magic bit of information that someone can take when they're going into this that could... Personally, I just look at the being no, not frantic. You look at the way Katrin did this workout. At the end where Sarah started to get frantic, Katrin just stayed relaxed. I mean, she they both tripped in the 10th set of double-unders, but Katrin just picked it up and kept going at the same same movement over and over again. She didn't look like she was trying to force 10 double-unders into one jump. Yeah. She was just staying smooth, and that's the biggest thing to me, is staying smooth there and then making sure that your transitions don't change. So, so, many so the, the thruster stays like one gear, one speed, kind of like straight through, or do you try to speed that thruster up to separate yourself? Or is that I mean, I think a, early a early on you want to pick a pace that's repeatable early so you don't blow your shoulders up so you can't spin the jump rope, but you watch towards the end, the girls seem like they picked it up kind of in the back half of the workout, especially Sarah, when she was trying to make her move to get ahead of Katrin. So I think you can pick it up. You just got to be cautious of knowing yourself whether or not that's going to really you know, cook your double-unders. Did the double-unders ever become a problem for you, like with your shoulders? Shoulders, no. Breathing, yeah, breathing, yeah. yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was weird for me. The couplet style, typically with a thruster, you bite off a little bit more in terms of rep-wise, so maybe they get broken up. Um, it was weird for me to have quad pump in double unders. That was a new. <laughs> that was like a really new feeling for me. So it was weird to not have my shoulders going and my heart rate to not be like really, really bad through yeah. the roof and have my legs hurt. That was kind of a new thing. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm I'm thinking about people and. You know, a lot of it's just this little, like, subculture we have here at the gym. You know, we have the potential to have five or six. Five individuals. Five individuals qualify that that call this place their home gym. And I'm thinking about all of the different psychologies of each person Mm. and how they would want to attack it. Because all of them are in a position right now to go to regionals. And all of them are fit enough to crush this and solidify their spot, slide up, do what they have to do. But that doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen. Right. It has to materialize itself. So for me, somebody that enters into the gym without getting the jitters out of their brain, without realizing that this is a motor test, 
That is 100% what this is. Mm -hmm. If you act like a psycho and trip up on your double-unders, that's mental. That has nothing to do with your double-unders, has nothing to do with your fitness. It has to do with the fact that you're scared of that success, that like the idea of vaulting yourself into that position. So for me, it's all about getting your mind right and being ready to attack this workout with everything you got. And if you trip up on double-unders, who gives a fuck? It just took one second. You take a step forward and you do your double-unders. But it's the people that are going to have that frantic mind that we maybe we don't see that frantic mind come out until around eight, around seven, Mm -hmm. or around nine. And then do you panic or do you say, I'm almost done, I can do this? Like for me, this is so, so, so mental. Yeah. Like to the the degree where it's tough to just say, this person's going to do this well, this person's going to do that well. They have to decide before this workout starts. They have to visualize just taking a gigantic dump on this workout and then walking away like, that's all I have inside of my body. I gave it everything I had because we keep saying, and they kept saying about the amount of redos, Right. rack up 270 thrusters at high speed and see what that does to your body. You know, 270, 360, your speed (laughs) will die. Oh, yeah. So the only way you are going to do better in a redo is if you don't trip up in your double-unders and you're a little bit tougher. That's it. I mean, there's, that's the only thing. You have one time to do 90 moderately fast thrusters. One chance, in my opinion. Yeah. Maybe Friday, Monday. Yeah. But if you don't like what you did Friday, you motherfuckers ain't waiting till Monday. I know it. Right. I know it. The, the flip side uh, to that, the, the franticness, which can just cause you to make mistakes, can cause you to burn out too early, is the people who are actually like looking at this like in terror. So the fear of the pain is a whole opposite side of the things where people aren't actually willing to push hard enough to get those scores that are, that, that are um, needed to get to the next level. And one of the things I wrote about in the article that I wrote about you, I wish you had got to regionals this year, so my article Damn it. fucking meant Scrub. something. But one of the things I wrote about was... Like, if you're not experiencing the pain to some degree in the workout, you're not where you need to be. Like, you you have to be living in that pain zone. Like, that's the reward for pushing and being where you are and, and like, suffering. You have to look forward to that pain. If that if that's something you're afraid of, you'll never go hard enough to get anything done in this, in this workout. The pain is the reward from pushing to places that you have to go to to be successful. If you're not willing to kind of deal with that, pl- that pain and learn how to cope with it and continue to move and be tough and stick to that commitment you make before you start – then it's all over for you anyway. So there's there's that there's somewhere in the middle of what Drew and I just talked about. Drew basically said, you know, if you go out like a fucking spaz, you're gonna blow this for yourself, basically. And I'm saying if you go out and you're timid, you don't have a chance in the in the world. Yeah. So there's this big gray area of all the people who are gonna qualify, and they all have these kind of uh, intangible characteristics that uh, basically you're gonna have to either find in yourself or. Uh, your coach can k- kind of inspire for you, or your training partners, or whatever. But this is like one of the things that, again, I talk about in, in at camps is like the showcase. This is the ultimate showcase for your whole year, right? So if you're on the bubble and you need to get into the the top twenty, put it put it out there. I would rather somebody be on the side of pushing their boundaries than being afraid and timid and not and having no chance. But if you go too hard and you can't really control what's going on in your head and you haven't visualized, like you said, and you haven't made a plan like I was talking about, it's going to all go out the window anyway. So there's this... There's, I love people going hard. Right. It, but it's going hard with your body. It's that concept of your muscles and you spiking your heart rate because you're scared 
are just two totally different things. Right. And that, that Rich Froning thing, you know, it's so easy to go back to him because he's not going slow. Everyone else no. talks about Rich. He's just so <laughs> methodical and slow. You fuck crazy? He's faster than everybody. That's yep. how that works. But he looks slow because he's confident because he puts it's himself small. in these situations over and over. So, like, that is what I mean by yeah. that that frantic. It's the frantic mind. It's the, what's going to happen? What am I going to do? If I do trip up, what's going to happen? If I'm racing somebody and I get, you know, three quarters of a round behind, what happens then? You know, it's that kind of mentality that I think could bury someone. Was your heart beating out of your chest before it started? Mine was. I fucking was afraid of this workout. <laughs> And mine, like, I was like, oh, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. And I take these deep breaths and I could feel it go down. And then as I watch people get the clock ready or set up Facebook Live, it's like coming back and I'm like, okay, slow down, think about it. Like, I had to actually think about my heart beating in my chest to control it. And I mean, just again, that goes back to the visualization and Drew talking about the frantic mind, like being able to control that whole thing. I knew I could get through it and I did, but I was letting like my fear and anxiety and everything take control. So, be aware that like you can think about those sort of things and completely change it almost on the spot. Well, adrenaline can be your best friend or your worst enemy. Like, yeah. People all the time talk to me, whether it's about something that's completely outside of the gym or in the gym. I'm nervous. Why am I so nervous? What can I do? You're nervous because you give a fuck. Like, right. Adrenaline can be like the most powerful thing in the world, but it can also, if you say that it's nerves... And like, you know, you run into the bathroom and like puke before or something, <laughs> something worse, um, you know, <laughs> like, worse. like you can use adrenaline to your advantage. And man, it's, it's tough to stand here and talk about this. Like you just want to like look into the camera and be like, just what, what, let's fucking go. Like, yeah. Do it. Get it done. But let's do it. Fucking get it done. <laughs> like, but you can't, it's not, it's not that simple, but it is that simple. If you go through all of this, if you go through this manic depressive person that we just created up here, but if you go through it on your own before you walk into the gym, and the second you walk into the gym, it's fucking, that's it. Like, yep. I'm here to do one thing today. I'm going to do that. I say one thing that you, really helps you will me, succeed. What helps me is just getting in and get moving around. I think the sitting around watching other people go just perpetuates oh, yeah. that worse. So Absolutely. if you're someone that this really gets you anxious, Come in, get sweaty, and be the first person to volunteer to go. Knock the shit out of the park and then move on, right? This is your chance to do it. So if you really have, want to take that next step, become that regional athlete, take charge. It's your chance, right? This is your one chance. If you work the entire year, just fucking do it, like you said. Get it over with. And I will say, I, I did uh, class wad tonight before this because uh, um, I did not want to spike my heart rate for the first time of the day at 9 p.m. at night doing thrusters that in round be a three. really, really Boom. stupid idea. Yeah, it would be really bad. So uh, the primer has never been more important. And again, people, we say this every week, people are afraid to, to move around and get sweaty, like you're saying before. They're like, oh, what about my grip? What about this? What about my poor calves or double unders? Oh, it's just no. people have this irrational I'll, I'll throw everyone's phone in the garbage if they pull that <laughs> shit here. It's, you could Please do, don't throw me in the trash. You could do a really simple, like, 10 to 20 minute like row move around yeah move just long range of motion stuff and you'll feel way better going into this than if you're just like okay this is my only piece of the day i'm here to crush it like that's not going to fucking work you you need to you need to get sweaty get moving get your heart rate up and down a couple times before you dare take this on it'll make a huge difference like i said i did class and i did a bunch of prep because my squat's terrible and then i went and did this and i I hate this still, but I felt amazing after, and I have a much better score than I ever could have dreamed I would have got on a thruster piece. So, I saw one person, I've seen one person during the Open here go there one time, 
Max, 17.2. His skin color went from red to like translucent white. He reached full oxygen deprivation. His body was basically on the brink. During the wad? During the workout, and he kept going. It's very possible. I mean, we see Travis Williams does it like four times a yeah. week. <laughs> he does. He's walking around Savage. his gym. He has these videos where it looks like he's going to fall over. Yeah, and then he grabs strong. a barbell and he just goes. Yeah. He grabs a barbell and he just goes. And I saw Max do it. And I, I'm throwing the challenge out there to people to really like reach that point where, you know, you might pass out and die after the 10th round. But You'll be happy you did if waver, you do it. Waver, don't die. It's not our fault. It's just yeah. waver. Yep. Don't die. By die, I mean, you know, like vomit, roll around. Roll in your pubes. That, that you can do that. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, anything else? I mean, again, I'm happy with the test in general. It's weird. It's not satisfying to me. It's not how I wanted the open to end, but that's just me being weird about workouts. Like, I just wanted something more. But it's a hell of a test. The fucking people who are super fit, super conditioned, can move a barbell quick and are smooth and comfortable are going to kill it. And that's the best CrossFitters. What did you say about this workout when you walked through the door? I said, this is a weird workout. It doesn't seem like the end of the open. This is essentially what Joseph just said. I, it feels to me... You didn't say me, anything else? I didn't say it would maybe be easy. <laughs> he downplayed the shit out of this workout. I'm looking forward then, to it. I can't and wait. then he's just slowly like, I didn't say it was easy. I said it was weird. I said My this. words get twisted said, very <laughs> easily around here. That's that's You twist truth. your own words You there. basically were like, Nast. Eh. This isn't going to be that hard. Eh. I can't. Ted's going to get you guys some awesome footage because he's actually one of the toughest guys we have here. It's he's true. going to crush this workout. He's going to go back and forth. He's going to do this, then he's going to do that, and then the workout's going to be over. He's going to be in really fucking rough shape. Ted's going to yes. get some video, and you guys are going to get to laugh at him. I mean, his time's going to be good, so maybe he can laugh at somebody else. But um, Laugh at Cody. Coming for you, bro. Oh, wow. Again, huh? Coming we'll for him, you. We'll give him points, you dick. Cody will point <laughs> at you from the floor at regionals while you're in the stands. <laughs> oh, shit. Scrub. Damn it. All right. I've had enough. I've actually had enough of, of open podcasts. You guys have fucking killed it all year. I'm done. I'm Take done talking yours. about it. I want to watch, see what you guys do. Uh, and I can't wait to travel around the entire month of May and hang out with you guys. So, anything else? I got nothing. Good luck, guys. All right. Till next time. See you. <laughs>